Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and thank you for joining us again today. Today we're going to be listening to some of the early recordings by the legendary Benny Moten Band out of Kansas City. These were recordings that were done in a couple places, mostly St. Louis, but also Kansas City, and a couple in Chicago as well, from 1923 to 1926. And this uh, demonstrates kind of the, the formative uh, elements of the Moton Band, which of course became such a trend center a little bit later on, and particularly the recordings that they made in 1932 that featured Count Basie and Hotlips Page and Walter Page and other people. Um, but these early bands really showed a kind of an early style development in the southwest of jazz, sort of uh, filtered through the, the prism of New Orleans jazz and some dance band music and even some ragtime as well. Benny Moten was a piano player. He was born in Kansas City, lived his whole life there pretty much. Uh, born in 1893, and uh, he was a, a pianist who was pretty well known during the 1910s in Kansas City. He was a ragtime piano player, and put some bands together to do dance engagements and so forth, as musicians do. And uh, by 1921-22, he had a band that was... Uh, resident at some of the dance halls in Kansas City. Uh, it was basically a small group, more of a, a combo really, about six or seven pieces that uh, clearly uh, was influenced by New Orleans style jazz. Uh, as we start hearing the first recordings and going beyond that, he adds a piece here and there, a saxophone, a trumpet, what have you, and it starts uh, sounding a little bit more like the early Fletcher Henderson Orchestra and clearly was influenced by them. We're going to start out with two sides that were recorded for OK Records, and all of our titles today, with the exception of the last two, uh, were recorded for OK. And these were done in September of 1923 in St. Louis. St. Louis uh, was a kind of a focal point for OK Records. They would bring their equipment out there and do a road session. Uh, Lonnie Johnson made his first recordings there. Uh, Gene Rodemick, the, the dance band uh, leader, led sessions there. Quite a, quite a lot of interesting music was happening in St. Louis, uh, even if the bands were from other places. That was kind kind of a hub of the territory bands that were operating around the Southwest. And the two tunes we're going to hear from this session are The Elephant's Wobble and Crawdad Blues. This band also recorded some blues accompaniments on the same day. We'll uh, maybe be playing those at some point later on. I just opted to do the band tracks. And we're going to be hearing in the Benny Moten Kansas City Orchestra from this period, Lamar Wright on cornet, Thamon Hayes, sometimes called Thamon Hayes on trombone, Woody Walder playing clarinet and tenor sax, and some extra musical effects done with just a mouthpiece. Um, as I said, clarinet and tenor sax. Also, Sam Tall on banjo and Willie Hall on drums. And uh, gluing this all together is Benny Moten himself playing piano. And we're going to hear some very good sort of ragtime, late period ragtime piano solos a little bit later in the program. So Elephants Wobble and Crawdad Blues from September of 1923. From about a year and a month later, November 29th of 1924, also for OK in St. Louis, we're going to hear... The same band with two additions, Harry Cooper on second cornet and Harlan Leonard playing clarinet and alto sax. So we have the beginnings of a couple of sections there. And we're going to hear uh, first the biggest hit that the Moton band had, a tune called South that was composed at least in part by Moton and uh, Thimon Hayes. And uh, that was re-recorded later for Victor, and that was actually quite a successful recording for its time. This one was pretty successful as well. After that, we're going to hear a tribute to a street in Kansas City, the Vine Street Blues, and we're going to end up with the Tulsa Blues, talking about some of their touring throughout the Southwest, Tulsa, Oklahoma. They were a, a pretty well-known band throughout the whole of the Southwest, and they were very influential, as we'll talk about later. So those will be our tunes. We'll tell you a little bit more about them as we go, but the first set will be the Elephant's Wobble, Crawdad Blues, South, the Vine Street Blues, and the Tulsa Blues, all done by Benny Moten and his Kansas City Orchestra.
Some interesting sounds coming out of Kansas City via St. Louis in 1923 and 24. We started out with the Elephant's Wobble and Crawdad Blues, all of these done by Benny Moten's Kansas City Orchestra. Both of those tunes credited to Benny Moten himself, and he probably wrote or at least compiled most of these. He had assistance uh, from Thimon Hayes on a few, and a few more coming up as well. So these were pretty much just blues performances that were very much done, I think you'd have to say, in the King Oliver tradition, the New Orleans tradition. And these bands had some truck with New Orleans. Uh, they, they plied their uh, wares and dance halls and, and, and function facilities all the way up and down the Mississippi River, really not in the southwest uh, as much as in the south-central part of the country, in uh, St. Louis and Oklahoma City, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Missouri, Kansas, all in that area in there. And uh, the Benny Moten Band was known pretty much uh, universally through that area by about 1924-25 as the best dance band uh, from that vicinity. They centered in Kansas City, of course, but they um, really uh, fanned out quite a bit around town. Later, uh, after the Depression hit, they went even further afield and came east a few times and didn't do very well uh, financially, although, as I said, their recordings were really quite excellent. And they recorded quite frequently, even uh, in some of these remote locations where the companies like OK and Victor would go out and uh, set up temporary recording studios to record local bands. They had such a following, the studios knew that they could uh, sell recordings by the Benny Moten Orchestra very easily. So on those two recordings, we heard Lamar Wright playing cornet, kind of a bluesy cornet, uh, very much in the, I would have to say, the King Oliver vein, along with Thamon Hayes, who was the second oldest fellow in the band. He also was born in the 1890s. Um, with the exception of Benny Moten, who passed away in 1935, most of these musicians actually had remarkably long lives and lived into the 70s and the 1980s as well, so some of them were interviewed quite extensively. Woody Walder on clarinet and tenor sax and uh, what the discography says was a kazoo, but which was actually a clarinet mouthpiece just played without the body of the instrument, uh, he's an interesting player uh, in the African-American clarinet tradition. We think of people like Johnny Dodds and Jimmy Noon as being kind of uh, peak or the summit of that type of playing, but much more common were players like Woody Walder, uh, who probably cut their teeth on the minstrel show circuit and doing tent shows and novelty clarinet and so forth. Think of a person like Jimmy O'Brien, who recorded quite a lot in Chicago uh, and had a similar type of style. And there are many white players around as well who did the same thing. We heard Benny Moten playing mostly uh, backgrounds, in fact, exclusively backgrounds and rhythm section parts on piano, a couple of excellent banjo solos by Sam Tall, and Willie Hall on drums. That was from September of 1923. Then we jumped up uh, 13, or 13 months to November 29th of 1924, still, or rather, back in St. Louis for OK Records. We heard uh, their big signature tune, South, that was co-composed by Thamon Hayes and uh, Benny Moten, kind of a, a southwest type of tune. Many of the western swing bands from the next decade uh, played this tune and some covers of the other Moten tunes as well. And it was very much a sound of, of, of the period, I guess you'd have to say. I had mentioned that... Uh, this band added a couple of pieces, and it did. Harry Cooper on second cornet, and Harlan Leonard on clarinet and alto sax. And I said they were sort of following the line of Fletcher Henderson, but that doesn't become apparent for at least another session or so. Uh, if anything, that recording of South calls to mind uh, recordings that were made uh, a little bit later by Sam Morgan's band in New Orleans. A very loose, uh, loosely played polyphonic style of big band uh, arranging, I guess, with a larger band than just a standard Dixieland combo, but um, definitely some more improvisation than we're used to hearing in other big bands of the period. So that was South. After that, we heard the Vine Street Blues, another Benny Moten composition, and then after that, the Tulsa Blues, another Benny Moten composition, all with the exception of South, based to lesser or greater degree on the blues. And this was known as a blues band, and blues was really the currency of the realm in uh, the, the, the South and the Southwest at this time. And the Moten Band had evolved a rhythmic feel that uh, had a, a very compelling beat to it. Uh, as we get uh, into the next session or so, you'll start to hear a kind of a, a I don't want to say umpa, but 
but a sort of a hoo-ha type of sound with a tuba on the beat and the banjo and the piano emphasizing uh, the, the weak beats in the measure. And that was a, a very characteristic sound of the Benny Moten band up until the late 20s anyway. And uh, they were very influential at the time on all bands from this uh, vicinity. So we're going to go on to our next set, and we're going to hear a Benny Moten feature. This is a tune called The Goofy Dust, which is sometimes called The Goofy Dust Rag. Might refer to cocaine. Who knows? Uh, these bands were playing in uh, the Prendergast regime in um, Kansas City. A lot of organized crime, and uh, of course this was prohibition, a lot of illegal alcohol, drugs, what have you, and uh, the... Uh, houses of Ill, Ill Repute and the Speakeasies and so forth were the probably the most consistent employers of these bands, including Benny Moten's band. If you want a sense of how that all went, listen or go watch the Robert Alton film called Kansas City, which focused on a slightly later period, but really gave the flavor of that time. So after Goofy Dust Rag, which features, as I said, the uh, ragtime stylings of Benny Moten, we're going to go to a, a, an attempt at a pop tune, this time written again by Thamon Hayes and Benny Moten, called Baby Deer. And a uh, nice little uh, bouncy tune that they re-recorded later on for Victor. Then we're going to hear a tune called She's Sweeter Than Sugar. And uh, that features a vocal by a fellow named William Little Jr., who doesn't otherwise play. And this is actually from the next session, from May 14th of 1925, and this was done in Kansas City. Uh, these bands were on tour, and whenever they alighted at a town or a city that had a recording uh, studio set up, they would record as much as they possibly could in a short period of time and then move on. Uh, this band was the same band with the exception of Lafora Dent playing banjo. He replaced Sam Tall, and he is going to switch over to saxophone a little bit later. We're also going to have the addition of a tuba, Vernon Page, who is a really an outstanding tuba player, and you'll hear him uh, doing some fine work on these sides, but more uh, clearly done on the Victor sides that were done a little bit later. We're going to be doing a radio show on those Victor sides coming up. So after She's Sweeter Than Sugar, we're going to go to the South Street Blues, another uh, Moten and Hayes tune. Uh, oh, no, excuse me, that was a, a just a Benny Moten tune in that case. But then another two Moten and Hayes tunes after that, Sister Honky Tonk and As I Like It. Uh, these are tunes that are starting to sort of branch out a little bit from the blues with some other strains and uh, some more complicated structures now that we have uh, a larger band and some probably some more... Uh, educated musicians in the band. Harlan Leonard especially was a, a very, very well-educated uh, saxophone player and musician, and his lead alto playing uh, from here until uh, about 1930-31 really became one of the key elements of the Moton band's sound. So this is Benny Moton from 1924 and 1925. We're going to hear the Goofy Dust, aka Goofy Dust Rag, Baby Deer, She's Sweeter Than Sugar, South Street Blues, Sister Honky Tonk, and As I Like It. Thank you. 
Certainly a lot of ways to play the blues, but other things as well. We started out with the Goofy Dust Rag, featuring Benny Moten on piano. Probably the most complicated tune structurally so far for this band, and some interesting ensemble effects in there, passing between the trombone and the clarinet. Then we went on to Baby Deer. Uh, those two tunes from November 29th of 1924 in St. Louis for OK Records, and uh, they feature... Uh, Lamar Wright doing the cornet solos, very broad-toned middle register, uh, straight-ahead playing. Uh, we would consider it Dixieland playing these days, I suppose. Thamon Hayes on trombone, Woody Walder on clarinet and tenor, occasionally with his just mouthpiece squawking away there. Woody, uh, rather, Harlan Leonard on clarinet and alto sax. Uh, Benny Moten, of course, on piano. Uh, Sam Tall on banjo and Willie Hall on drums. Moving up six months uh, to Kansas City in May of 1925 in the addition of Vernon Page on tuba and the substitution of Lafra Dent on banjo for Sam Tall, we heard She's Sweeter Than Sugar featuring a vocal by William Little Jr. Then the South Street Blues, which included, I think, a very good clarinet solo by Woody Walder. Very straight ahead, no novelty gimmicks, very high register, but very uh, assured in his technique. Then we heard Sister Honky Tonk, which uh, had some good trombone playing on there. Uh, Thamon Hayes was one of the co-composers of that with Benny Moten, as he was for the next tune, As I Like It, which uh, had a nice kind of strutting feel to it as well. And these tunes did sound a little bit more like the Fletcher Henderson band from the pre-Louis Armstrong era, 1923, in the first two-thirds of 1924 or so, and probably the recordings of William Armstrong hadn't quite made it out to Kansas City uh, by this point, November of 1924, um, or even May of 1925, although he was certainly becoming a known quantity out there, and he probably had been playing uh, with King Oliver's Band when they were touring outside of Chicago in 1922 and 23. So we have one more set of Benny Moten and his Kansas City Orchestra. We're going to finish off the uh, Kansas City session from May 14th of 1925. We're going to hear Things Seem So Blue to Me, and uh, another Hayes and Moten tune, the last of their collaborations on this program. Then the rest of these tunes were either attributed to Benny Moten or had no attribution, so we don't know who it was, but presumably it was Moten doing it. We're going to hear the uh, 18th Street Strut, uh, another sort of blues-based composition anyway, and showing what they were dancing to in Kansas City in 1925. And then the Cater Street Rag, which is another ragtime tune featuring another fine piano solo. Then I decided rather than to leave it there, I'm going to do the first two tunes that Moton's band recorded for RCA Victor. They got a contract for Victor in December of 1926, and they recorded for them up until 1932. They had a very long career, recorded probably three CDs worth of material, three or four CDs even, um, with a very stable personnel. This was a band that... Uh, at least for, for a while, uh, remained very static in its personnel. There was a, a kind of a bust-up in 1929 or 1930 where uh, Harlan Leonard and uh, Thamon Hayes left to form their own band, and uh, Moton brought in some new players like Basie and uh, Eddie Durham and so forth, and uh, the style of the band changed a bit. But we're going to hear a continuation of the style that we've just heard. Uh, we're going to hear two tunes by Benny Moton again, The Thick Lip Stomp and Harmony blues. And I'm going to do this just to introduce these first two tunes. There are several other tunes from this session. We're going to pick up on that session for a radio show we're going to do featuring the first two or three sessions of the Benny Moten Band from 1926 and 27 done for RCA Victor. These are with a slightly bigger band and with a little more organization, I think you'd have to say. We're going to have Lamar Wright on cornet, uh, possibly a second cornet in there, although it's kind of hard to hear. Thamon Hayes again on trombone. Harlan Leonard on clarinet and alto. Lafra Dent switched over to saxophones from banjo, alto sax and baritone sax. Uh, he later played for Jimmy Lunsford's band, so he's a pretty good musician, as you can imagine. Woody Walder, again on clarinet and tenor. Sam Tall on banjos, back again, along with Benny Moten on piano. Vernon Page on tuba, and Willie McWashington on drums. Willie McWashington stuck around uh, to the bitter end of this band. He was a very, very good drummer, uh, and he was very influential in the Kansas City circles and probably influenced Joe Jones and other great Kansas City. City drummers. So those are our uh, tunes for the last set of the Benny Moten Kansas City Orchestra. We're going to hear the OK sides finishing up, Things Seem So Blue to Me, the 18th Street Strut and Cater Rag, and then jump over to uh, December of 1926, which is about a year and a half later, recording in Chicago, in this case, for Victor, the Thick Lip Stomp and Harmony Blues. <laughs> 
So we started out that set with uh, the Benny Moten Kansas City Orchestra doing Things Seem So Blue to Me, uh, which is seems like it should be a slow tune. It really wasn't. It had a nice bounce to it. It had some nice, uh, again, Lamar Wright on cornet and some Harlan Leonard on alto and soprano sax. Uh, he was really a, a very good soloist. He never got his due. Uh, if he had played in one of the Eastern bands, he would probably be looked on as one of the stylists of the day. He played in maybe an older style, certainly, but he was a very effective soloist and an excellent lead alto player. Following that came the 18th Street Strut, featuring another novelty clarinet mouthpiece solo. Uh, when Walter buckled down and actually played uh, seriously, he was a, a very, very good clarinet player. And our next show, uh, dealing with the Benny Moten Band from the next period, will show that uh, as well as his being a very good tenor sax player uh, in addition to that. Then we finished up with the Cater Street Rag, which was a uh, good piano feature for the leader. He wrote that and uh, had a kind of an old-style feel to it, kind of stiff rhythm, but uh, a nice piece of nostalgia. Showing uh, his piano style in a little bit more modern light was the next tune, the Thick Lip Stomp, and this one and Harmony Blues both came from uh, December 13th of 1926 in their first recording session for Victor, done in Chicago. We heard some excellent Lamar Wright on cornet and Thamon Hayes on trombone, more Harlan Leonard, uh, both in section and uh, solo playing alto sax, Lafra Dent playing alto and baritone, Woody Walter again on clarinet and tenor, Benny Moten, as I said, playing an, a very effective piano solo on the Thick Lip Stomp with Sam Tall on banjo, Vernon Page to the fore here on tuba, and you can hear what a broad sound and a propulsive beat he had. These Victor records were done electrically uh, as opposed to the acoustic uh, OK recordings we heard for most of the show, and you can hear that greater fidelity really bringing the bass out, and the tuba parts especially are really very impressive. And Willie McWashington on drums. So I hope you've enjoyed this program and maybe look forward to our next Benny Moten show, which will be on WETF. It'll morph over to this uh, uh, podcast station before too long after that, probably around the first of the year or so. My name is John Clark. This is the Jazz Focus. And if you're interested in sponsoring us, we'd love to have you as a member of our family. Take a look at your browser, hit that button for a uh, one-time sponsorship or a continuing sponsorship as well. We appreciate all of the feedback and everything. And if you'd like to give us some feedback, hit me up on my social media, Facebook and Instagram. I am Wolverine Jazz Band, Wolverine Jazz Band, or WolverineJazzBand.net if you'd like to take a look at the website of my band. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side.